This podcast series is brought to you by World of Coffee Dubai and DXB Live. Expand your specialty coffee brand into the fastest growing specialty coffee market in the world by becoming an exhibitor at the next World of Coffee Dubai in 2024. I will be there. So head to worldofcoffeedubai.com and join the mailing list to get notified when booth registrations become available. Check the show notes for further details. Welcome to World of Coffee Dubai, everybody. I am Lee Safar, and I'm really, really proud to bring you this first conversation of World of Coffee Dubai 2023. We are the official podcast partners for the event, and this is the first expo in the world in coffee where there has been an official podcast partner. So I am very honored that we are that partner. And we have had an incredible time in Dubai. Thanks, first of all, before we get started, to World of Coffee Dubai, to DXB Live, and for SCA UAE for paying for everything here for me and my assistant Noah to come and for the booth and for everything. We're honored that you chose us to do this and we're very grateful for your confidence in us and we have had an incredible time in Dubai so far. Now, our first guest for our the series that we are doing here at uh, World of Coffee Dubai is with the fabulous Shahan Yeretian. And we are discussing across this time, uh, every, every guest that we have on the podcast is going to have the same uh, theme that we're going to be exploring. And that theme is uh, the future of specialty coffee in the Middle East. And so today I'm going to have a conversation with Shahan about that from the perspective of science. So Shahan, welcome to the podcast. Hello, Lee, and thank you very much for, invite, for inviting me to this event. And, uh, and I look forward to, to this first podcast. Thank you so much for being my first guest. Um, the conversation that we had on the podcast in 2022 was very well received by our community. It stirred up conversation. People agreed with what we said. People disagreed with what we said. And this here in the Middle East is a very different market than what you and I are used to um, from where we are. Where, where do you think, uh, the what do you think the future of specialty coffee is? in the Middle East from the perspective of science? Yes, so really this is the question that in general we ask ourselves about the role of, uh, of the future, what is the future of specialty coffee? Mm -hmm. And here really particularly also from the perspective of the Middle East. So um, I think specialty coffee is definitely the Formula One of coffee. It is where things are thought ahead of time, things are prepared, things are tested uh, and then some things are discarded, others are kept. So I think it's really the think tank. It's the Formula One of the coffee business in general. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of things that are going through the specialty coffee community are then also becoming mainstream. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I think it's a place where people really test ideas mm -hmm. and try to push forward the future of coffee. So that's in general, I would say, what the specialty coffee movement is. Of course, always with a strong focus on the quality in the cup. Mm -hmm. It's really about quality and, um, and uh, the enjoyment, the experience. But of course, it's evolving. It's evolving into many other new eras, like as, a, as, I, as I represent here, into, into the science. So it's into understanding what we're doing and then also into communicating and teaching. All these aspects are now 
very deeply ingrained into the into the mission mm -hmm. and into the life of specialty coffee. So I think that's um, that's in general the specialty coffee. Now for the Middle East, you can think perhaps it's a little bit different because Middle East has a very different tradition in coffee. It's in fact the the consumption side, you know, the, the yeah. experience side is really something that has been discovered or really um, enjoyed and celebrated first in the Middle East regions. Myself, I'm, uh, I'm born in Syria, in Aleppo, in Halab, so I know a little bit about this tradition. So, um, and I think that when you would say, when you think about really what's the mission of the specialty coffee, the Middle East have really lived this, uh, this experience of coffee enjoyment mm -hmm. also with the social element very early on, way before we were talking about specialty coffee. Yeah. Now the specialty coffee movement it's itself as a movement has then been created not in the Middle East. It's something that has been created in US and then later in Europe and then propagated to the world. And I think now for the Middle East, it's very important that they discover and they join and they have of course fully joined, but with also the, the knowledge and the confidence that they have actually started in a way the, the whole movement of coffee experience, the coffee shop, the coffee, the place, you know, where people enjoy it. Mm -hmm. And so um, I think there is, um, the Middle East is join, joining the specialty coffee movement. At the same time, I think the Middle East also has to um, shape it with its own tradition and bring back, you know, the, the historical uh, fact that experience of coffee really started in the Middle East. Have you been to many specialty coffee shops while you've been here? No. No. Not. You know what, you know what I found very fascinating um, in that time? Uh, that the, the, where they are starting is after 30 years of what we've developed. So we've been doing this in places like Australia and America and, and, yeah. and other places. We're very developed in what we're doing, but we started at commercial coffee. Where they're starting here yes. is where we're finishing, well, not finishing, but where we've gotten to after 30 years, which makes me so excited yes. for what they're going to build in, build on from where their starting point is. Yeah. In a way, perhaps, you know, you can say that what especially coffee movement has been such a big thing for the for Europe and America is something that, that is already in their lives, you know, you know, not in the yeah. same wording or in the same way, but uh, the enjoyment of the coffee, coffee shop and the social element of coffee so ingrained in their life that perhaps it takes a while to understand that yeah. it is something different, something new. But uh, today, of course, what I know, of course, about the uh, special coffee movement here in the Middle East is that through our education program that we have, our postgrad degrees, mm -hmm. we have a lot of people, you know, from uh, from here, from Dubai region, from Saudi Arabia, from Jordania, and um, and so uh, Kuwait. We have um, we have more than twenty students who graduated wow. or are just graduating in our programs, and they have all really demonstrated an, incre an incredible high level of, um, of dedication and expertise. So the, the knowledge uh, and uh, energy in developing specialty coffee in this region is just incredibly high. This is, we know that. Um, but at the same time, this is, of course, 
something new. Yeah. Uh, and so, but it's astonishing how fast it develops. Well, and the other thing is when we started 20 years, well, I started 20 years ago in coffee, there wasn't anything called coffee science. Yeah. There wasn't anything, like we weren't weighing anything. We weren't timing anything. We weren't doing anything like that. We were using our senses, our sight, our smell, sound, yes. to decide when an espresso shot was done. Yeah. We, we would look, in it, look at it and when it blonded, that was when we decided that it was done. Whereas now, with the way that where their starting point is comes from the benefits of everything that we have developed as not scientists, yes. plus what you guys are doing at the university in Switzerland, and contributing so much actual data and science. It's not about opinions anymore. It's not about roasters that are out there saying, we've decided this is the way everything should be done just because. Yes, exactly. I think what's, um, when you look back at the, the way it developed, you know, in the US and Europe, it has been like a cult. It has been like a community, <laughs> yes. you know, it has been like friendships. And uh, the people who join now, they come with a much more professional attitude uh -huh. into the game with the goal to um, to learn and I think really the role of um, of science today of course it's to do research but at the same time have some coffee is, sir thank you it is I feel like the priority even is education yeah. is is to uh, to pass on the existing knowledge it's, there's a lot known uh, and I think as the first priority for us in the academic world is first of all to educate yeah and uh, at the same time to bring people on an equal level so that the language and the knowledge is shared in the, I would say, in the elite of the educator in the coffee world is calibrated. So I think the effort and um, effort for us as scientists is to calibrate the knowledge among those who are the educated, because we are educating just the elite, you know? Right. So we educate We want to disseminate that. Exactly. So educate uh, the teachers. We educate perhaps 100 people a year, you know, or 120. And, uh, but the benefit of this is that the people who leave and graduate from our programs are calibrated on a knowledge that is validated. Mm -hmm. And that is r right now really what's missing. You know, we have all these ASTs and all these uh, highly educated people, but there is still um, a variety of knowledge that it, people are not sure about what is correct, you know, and what is, uh, what is the, the knowledge that is really solid validated. Mm. So that's one thing. And then, of course, science too. Th that's the main benefit for specialty coffee. What about discovery? You, you talked about how it's disseminating the information, teaching people who yeah. in the elite in the industry so that they can disseminate the, the information. But what about discovery? Of, of new science and yes. discovery of new facts. Is, do you, where do you see the Middle East playing a role in that? Well, the Middle East, of course, is um, there is a part of the, of the community here very curious and very open. You know, they, are not, they don't have all the baggage of the history of the specialty yes. coffee where all the, I would say, all the, <clears throat> all the kind of thinking, thing, thought, yep. uh, schools, they are kind of here to learn and, and to absorb and to go forward. So <clears throat> they are much more flexible. That's what I would say. So much more flexible to learn and to adapt to what's real, what's good. And not there is no like a group of people who promote specific aspects or other 
They are really here to absorb, to learn, and then to become themselves the vector of the future. So <clears throat> I think uh, what's happening right now really is education. It's very strong, very open, and very uh, proactive. The young people here, or also the, at any level, uh, are really strongly educating themselves. Now, the discovery part, <clears throat> it's something that has to be driven by an industry. It's not only by the specialty coffee community. You yeah. need an industry behind that is, that is willing to invest, is willing to develop products, because discovery mainly benefits to new products, mm -hmm. to, um, to a business. Uh, and so you need then a really close collaboration between industry and specialty coffee so that we go into new discoveries, new which can be then marketed as new product, which are profitable. So <clears throat> I think the role uh, for the Middle East is to develop an industry on coffee in general, um, like coffee machines, uh, on all kind of technologies. So tech as well as brewing and cafe models and, and business exactly. models and things like that, but we want to develop some tech here. Exactly. The Outside the pure coffee experience world and the knowledge and the schools, they have many academies here today. <clears throat> it's really to go into into uh, technology, into manufacturing. Mm. Uh, I know that there are factories here, but, um, but I think it should be developed further into uh, develop now new coffee machines coming from the Middle East. Really? Yeah, why not, you know? Yeah. That would be something to do, you know, and, uh, and also, I think, um, um, yeah, perhaps roastery that exists. Roastery, I think there are, but in general, roastery are also part of the especially coffee community, not so much on discovery, but more on the education side. Right. Interested. So they want to educate the people, and then they still roast traditional. There's no real innovation happening in a, in a specialty coffee roaster, in my opinion. It's just... Um, Is there a lot of science going into it, though? Uh, they try. They try. and uh, But it requires quite a lot of education. And right now, I think when we listen at, the, at what's happening in the, in the trendsetter or in the, yeah. in the big, big people, the, the, what is said is very confusing and contradictory. So the top people, the claimed top people are contradicting to each other on what's the best profile and why. Yeah. So I think uh, there's confusion in the, in, in the roasting uh, education era, in my opinion. And, um, and so there and science be, can help fix that, right? Probably we can. Yeah, exactly. We can. And um, it's, it's a tricky thing because it's a very um, complex science. It's mm -hmm. a very complex. So the part that science will be able to contribute will be small. But what, they, what we'll be able to contribute will be relevant, relevant to everybody. People expect always like big, big new knowledge, you yeah, know, how right. to profile to get a specific flavor, you know. Tell us the know? exact profile. Yeah. Tell us what science says is the right way to do it. Yeah, and so we will, we will learn. We l learn, of course, we know quite a bit, but it's very, I would say, very uh, general ideas about roasting, you know, about mm -hmm. misconceptions. But um, yeah, science will contribute to the to roasting, definitely. One thing that I have definitely seen in the Middle East with all the consulting work that I've done here and all the clients that I've spoken to as well as people who are not my clients, there is an excitement here to do things very well in specialty coffee. There yes. is, uh, you know, you spoke about this newness that they bring to it and this openness. Um, I have found here that 
you're right, they don't have the baggage that we have. They don't want to prove themselves as the best yeah. amongst each other. They just want to learn and learn and learn and learn. Yeah. And I, I see the long-term benefits of that, provided we can find the investment yes. that comes with that. And so is, and where I'm going with this is the, the, the person who wins from this is the consumer. And I think if we bring the consumer into this story, yes. we, we have to find a way to bring the investor the business owner and the consumer together yes. uh, around the science yeah, yeah. so that everyone wins. And, and what I see also as an opportunity for the, for the Middle East is it is an era where women can do a lot. We could mm. eventually bring much more women into the, into the world of coffee because it's, um, it's not a business that is kind of hold and fixed by men, you know, mm -hmm. it is open to women. Yeah. And so I think it's important that women in the Middle East uh, take this opportunity also, you know, I to agree. enter it. And um, because they are actually welcome in the yeah. coffee community very much. And uh, so what, what people should do, of course, here in the Middle East also to elevate the value of people, especially community. So it's not that you are that you can actually be a, a relevant person, you know, to the community if you do a good coffee. So eventually that could be also a, a very big opportunity and the, the advantage of, of that is particularly in the specialty coffee, you need patience, you need mm -hmm. time, you need uh, dedication to the details. And, uh, and so this is um, in the Orient or in the Middle East, people are not always under rush, you know, they are not rushing, they yeah, have this mentality. You mentioned of, that earlier to me today that yeah. you found that there's a different vibe. Yeah, people are not always under stress. They have this culture of uh, of uh, taking time to do things. Yeah. And um, so sometimes this can be not very productive to the new <laughs> life uh, where you have to do 10,000 things in yeah. five minutes. But at the same time, this could become the new the new thing, you know, thing, uh, to do things well, slow, but let it mature, you know, particularly in specialty coffee. That's the way for the future. Just rushing through things will not work anymore. Now you yeah. could do that in the early time. So you need a little bit this mentality of uh, Middle Eastern who take time, you know, and then inshallah, inshallah. you know, and then wait a little bit and then do it. But then, and then you, it matures, you know, yeah. the same thing is also what's happening in the, in Asia with, uh, um, with Japan or Korea, they are very strong because these are people who can really involve themselves with a huge dedication to the details, you know, yeah. Kebana and all these technology. So all these things that are actually very positive um, for their culture. I think the Middle East can bring their identity into really mastering the coffee, but they have to add to that the business, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, start to um, to create some profitable and uh, key, big then, business right? that will yeah. then also be uh, exported. And they have everything. They have the, the historical baggage. They have also, people know that um, coffee, coffee shops or the, the places for coffee started really here, you know. In, it's a uh, tradition here, yeah, right? And Aleppo, Halab is also a very well-known place for the coffee house. Yeah. And uh, so, and the tea, coffee and tea, of course. Yeah. So yeah, I think the the Middle East 
has definitely huge opportunity and mm -hmm. they are grabbing it already but it has to be followed up it has to be amplified and uh, and taken it with their own mentality you know it's not like there's no need to copy others you know yeah. but to to learn from others and create something that is their personal take on yeah. them and so i think science is going to be important education right now focus on the education i realize that mm -hmm. um definitely would be very good to have some kind of a excellent center on coffee uh, some kind of a university who develops uh, expertise field uh, um, some kind of an institute on coffee that would uh -huh. be very well um, a very It's great welcome. achievement you know I think and um, and I know there are a lot of people who could teach you know in this in such a school so I think that would be important for the to support the industry you know if you want an industry that that flourishes yeah. you need also support from research which should be done at the academic level in my opinion you know at the university somewhere um, in the Middle East and so it, it needs everything it needs yeah. the coffee community it needs the academics and it needs the industry and they have to to be partners yeah and not like uh, uh, like we have seen sometimes also in the specialty coffee movement in in Europe where the specialty coffee movement considers themselves like an antidote to the industry, you know, the mm. mainstream industry. When it's and they really don't not. collaborate instead yeah. of realizing that they are actually part of a bigger yeah. unity. So, um, so I have a question for you to finish off our conversation. Do you think that the Middle Eastern specialty coffee industry has the potential to shape and influence the wider global specialty coffee industry? Yes, oh, of course. It has to do that, first of all, by developing themselves in yeah. the Middle East, you yeah. know. Uh, as I said, beyond all the education, the fantastic uh, coffee shop and uh, coffee academy, they have to develop an industry and academics. And at some point, they have also to, to, um, to integrate much more the global community in the US or in Japan. So there is interaction must also increase yeah right now there is a i mean we see it here this event is fantastic yeah it's amazing and so dubai is doing really uh, pioneer work yeah for that but it's a, it's a pioneer work you know yeah it's not the standard yet for the middle east yeah. and uh, we must say what dubai is doing here is uh, is really central is very central to development of the middle east in the coffee mm. business And uh, and I know that the specialty coffee community worldwide is very curious to come and see, to experience and to see what Dubai is offering. So, um, yeah, so they will become a leader in their way, you know. Yeah. I don't know what the future of specialty is in general, but it will develop in a way where I think the Middle East will have a big voice. Shahan, thank you so much for sharing your thoughts and for joining us again. Yeah. And uh, have a great show. Thank you very much. And you too. Peace, love and peanut butter, everybody. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thanks, friends. If you enjoyed this video, here's what you should check out next. Consider supporting Mapper Forward on Patreon and be sure to subscribe and hit the notification bell before you leave.